You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is called Pirate Radio. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, they're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn so, thing. So you just put them in the morgue. You goddamn right, I do. One chooses to walk the way of the Mandalore. You are both hunter and prey. This is the way. This is the way. The Force will be with you. Always. Be bold. Be brave. Courageous. Black alert. It's called Pirate Radio. We a refuge for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech. That's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team. No heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hearts true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. It's like, yeah, uh, no, action news. And now, your host, Mike Lutzberg. I'm totally gonna use that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of At The Diner here on the GGR Pirate Radio Network. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for being part of our wonderful audio adventures that we partake in every week. Uh, my name is Mike Lunsford. I am the host. I am also the editor-in-chief of our website. It's greatgeekrefuge.com. Go check it out. Lots of great content. In fact, both myself and one of the co-hosts are working on some new t-shirt designs that you should be seeing real, real soon here. So let me introduce those other guys that are part of this wonderful podcasting journey. I've got MC Brooks in co-host seat number one, and then I've also got James Rambo in co-host seat number two. Uh, In fact, what we're going to be working on here is things that we've actually talked about on the podcast as far as t-shirts go. Um, Rambo had mentioned, and I don't even think it was like intentionally, it just happened to come up, but we, we talked about how... If you want to find media that hasn't been touched by anybody that was a piece of shit at some point, then you need to go in the woods and write fan fiction about squirrels. <laughs> and being the type of person that I am, my imagination ran with me and I just pictured like squirrels like writing fan fiction for themselves and like almost like cosplaying and being like, so yeah, so what if he had superpowers? And like just squirrels like sitting at like a little like uh, tree stump basically like it's a boardroom you know and like sitting around it and like arguing with each other like writers tend to do um so we're gonna have a t-shirt for that but then Ram- we also joked about how the term fuck around and find out shouldn't just be a negative thing right like oh you're gonna get your ass kicked fuck around and find out that no, should also be like like we said the scientific method you know how do you find out shit in the scientific method you fuck around and you find out good things come from fucking around and finding out so rambo's working on that one so you'll be seeing those real real soon you guys can check those out at our teespring store so in that vein as we talk about nerdy and geeky things and you know if you want media that isn't tainted by some piece of shit then go write your squirrel fan fiction i wanted to talk about what's going on right now because i'm seeing a lot of it and it's just like i'm gonna do the double bird lunsford but i'm gonna do it in a different way so just like fuck around and find out has dual meaning 
Double Bird Lunsford is not only the middle fingers towards you saying you can go fuck yourself, but it's also saying fuck all of this other stuff that you're letting distract you from the joy that you could be having in your life. I see so many people who are saying, oh, well, Marvel's starting this new phase. It's I think we're in phase five now. Is that right? Or are we still phase, phase four? Phase four. four. Okay. This is four. It started four. We're in we're in phase four. And I hear people saying things like, well, I'm just afraid that we're going to get burnout on these movies or oh what about franchise fatigue like who hurts you who hurts you that the things that you love you're afraid you're gonna get tired of or there's gonna be too much of it like that that makes me sad for you because i can tell you one thing i love star wars and i've read some shitty star wars books i've read some shitty star wars comics i have seen some shitty star wars movies i've played some shitty star wars video games but you want to know what? I still fucking love Star Wars. Those things don't ruin that for me. The same thing with Batman. There have been shitty people who have played Batman. There have been horrible performances. There have been awful video games. Fuck, we just talked about it. Like, same thing with Superman. Fuck, Superman has never had a good video game. He got close with the Superman Returns game, but even then, that was just okay. Like, that's my point with this, is it... If it if it's bad, it's bad. It is what it is, you know? But, like, I'll give a perfect example. Batman and Robin is an utter pile of dog shit. But that movie has gotten to a point now where people are watching it and enjoying it now. In the moment, they didn't like it when it first came out. They were like, oh, it's too cheesy, it's too cheesy. But now people are like, fuck, I love this movie, it's so cheesy. Like, you can find joy in the things that you like. It's okay. And not only that, it's okay to not like stuff as well. But what's not okay is seeing that somebody enjoys something and then shitting on them for it. I can't believe you like this. It's garbage. Or there was a thread going in our Facebook group where somebody said, hey, I just watched Rise of Skywalker. And, you know, I know a lot of people didn't like it. And actually, I can see exactly why people didn't like it. But I enjoyed it. And for the most part, it was a civil conversation. But just like in all conversations when it comes to things that you don't like, there's always one person that has to jump in and use hyperbole. And it was, this movie was utter garbage. Okay. Congratulations, you have an opinion. Like, are you not reading the room and seeing that everybody else is like, yeah, there were some things wrong with it, but, you know, it wasn't that bad. But, like, that's the thing that blows me away is that like when you have a negative opinion and you don't temper it with something else or you don't have anything else to say about it and you're just like boo well which is funny because rambo does that all the time but like <laughs> I, like I, <laughs> but like i also know that james rambo will have um intelligent conversation to follow this up and we'll have, well, this is, you know, hey, I can see your opinion. I don't agree with you, but these are the things that I noticed about this movie. And we'll openly ask for back and forth, a conversation to have from this. And I think across the board, all three of us agree. The thing that we hate the most is when we try to engage somebody in a conversation about this thing that they don't like or that we don't like and they do. And we ask them for a reason and they're just like feelings. And you're just like, wait, what? Like, you don't have a reason? Oh, I just don't like it. Well, why not? Just because that mm, that bothers me. Like I don't I don't know why. Like like on a visceral level, it it just makes my skin crawl. Like, can you not describe why you like wearing sweatshirts? You know, like why why is a hoodie your favorite thing to wear? Well, because it's warm and I like the little kangaroo patch. I can put my arms in there and I can just put the hood up and it's basically like I'm just like huddled up and and protected. It's wonderful. Like. 
is that a self-reflection thing? I mean, I'm asking you guys, like, please tip in at any point. Like, is that what you think it is? Is that people have just never really, like, peeled apart the layers to figure out why they like anything that they like? I mean, it's uh, in some cases, probably. I mean, I mean it, it, and, you know, and I don't even think that's necessarily a, a bad thing. Or I, I don't think it has to be a bad thing. Because there are things that I, I can say that I like and like i don't really know what it is about them that i enjoy like those uh old fantastic four movies from uh the early from the 2000s those aren't good movies but i enjoy watching them same i don't even know what i don't even know what it is about them that i enjoy because i know (laughs) that they're not good but i will if it's on and i'm not doing anything yeah i'll I'll probably i'll probably watch it um because i do because i do think the the thing you want to avoid with 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 sometimes questioning people about it is it can, it can feel kind of gatekeepy in terms of being like well why are you a fan if you don't even know why you like this thing you know what I'm saying okay I um, think that's fair yeah yeah but on I mean but but on the flip side um there I think there is something to be said about you know like like there's it's a way to connect with people and just the exchange of ideas about why you may like something that I don't like or vice versa or why we both like like something because I think you know there there there's the opportunity for us to have our mind changed or for a point to be uh, something to be brought up that we we may not have you know thought about you know what I'm saying um and so like I, like I don't know, I I don't know. I think it it can, it can kind of go either way for me as far as why why that's the case for people. Yeah, and like it, it's I I personally feel that there's a fine line between gatekeeping and that. Like gatekeeping, I feel like is more like making somebody prove their fandom. Yeah. Um. But whereas like for the most part, if somebody didn't like something that I really enjoy, I always want to know why. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, so what is it that I love about this that you didn't like? I would yeah. love to see where we differ here because, like, the exchange of ideas sort of thing. And yeah. maybe that's what it ultimately comes down to is it just feels so, like, deflating and defeating where you're just like, hey, let's talk about this thing. Like, I loved it. You hated it. Why? Because. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you 110% because I, I like having those conversations um, to, to, like, for example, like I, I enjoy Marvel's Avengers game, even though the internet has collectively collectively des- decided that it's a piece of shit. <laughs> I don't get that either, man, because I watched you play it, and I was like, this game looks fucking fun as shit. Yeah, it it looks. Fun. I mean, it's repetitive, but like a lot of games are like that. I don't understand bringing that up as a flaw of this game, as if there aren't a ton of games that are all repetitive but still fun. Um, so like I I, I even today like, I, I don't fully I don't fully get it. But I'm also someone who doesn't play like these type of loot crate type of games, and when I see people talk about why they dislike it, it largely, it, it largely seems to come to seems to stem from, from this being a poor version of I guess that type of game, which it's fair as far as I'm concerned because I'm not familiar with it. But I, you know, I still enjoy it, and I still I still play it, and you know, I I, I wouldn't I would only. The only way I would know is for someone to have explained to me like what's wrong with it versus them just constantly telling me that it sucks, it sucks, it sucks, it sucks with no type of anything behind that. Like, what does that mean? It sucks. That that's not it's not really a reason. Just telling me it sucks. Yeah. Like, 
I exactly. like you like you know I don't like Legends of Tomorrow. I can tell you why I don't like that show. <laughs> you know, instead of me just saying it sucks every time you tell me that you like it or you just, ask me why why like why don't you like the show? I was like, oh, just because it sucks. Fucking wrote my thesis on that shit. I can tell you exactly why I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's. It, I I definitely think there's a there's a difference between and like I, put better. I am much more liable. Uh, to or much more likely to accept. Oh, I feel this way. I'm not really sure why. Yeah. I'm then. It is I, I I, and it's and it's not usually I think this. It's usually this thing is. Blank. There it is. There it is. Yeah. It's the objective. The objective. The like the objective statement of. Yeah. This is what it is. No, it's terrible. No, it's not. It, it's not. It's I not, didn't like didn't it. Like or it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. This is an abomination. Yeah. It's, oh, uh, we're using that word again. Okay. Cool. Yeah. When. I don't know how. <laughs> Mike, feel free to cut this if you want. Uh, <laughs> this is gonna be good okay cool was, there was a statement made in the facebook group about um essentially someone posted something an image from snyder cut and someone oh, who god <laughs> someone who is a professional with a decades a decade plus of experience as a 3d artist uh in multiple versions of that job um, proceeded to critique it. Wasn't like, ha ha ha, Zack Snyder sucks, and here's why. It was, here are the reasons why this doesn't work. Here are the things that could have been done. Here are here's what was done. I'll even use an example from one of Snyder's other movies in terms of what works and what doesn't. And someone's response was basically like, geez, bro, like it's not that big a deal. Uh, you know, you you fucking anti-Snyder guys are all the worst. It's like, hold up. Hold up. No. You are not going to come in here. And, and like, I am good friends with the person who was giving the critique. So this, I, I will cop to my bias. Um, but he is too nice a person to do what I was happily willing to do, which is you're not going to shit on this critique just because you like the thing. It's fine that you like it. But people, because it, it's the flip side of it. People are free to reasonably discuss things that they don't like that you do. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It doesn't right. mean that, like, don't tie your identity to media. Because if Bingo. all you are is something that you like or dislike, you're going to keep running into people who don't like you. And yeah. this person got, you know, took it real personally when when it was brought to their attention by me uh, that maybe they shouldn't be saying the things they're saying and maybe they should respect the fact that an actual industry expert is talking to you and explaining why this doesn't actually work well. It's cool if you still like it. It's, it's yeah. great if you like the shittiest pizza place in town that doesn't make it a good pizza place. Bingo. And ugh, that shit irks me. And then it became a backpedal of, well, you know, you're critiquing like a screen cap of a Twitter, a, a Twitter snapshot of a file that's been saved. Like, okay, you, <laughs> now you're moving goalposts. Okay, that's fine. We can play that game too. 
But understand that, like, you're not getting away from this. You have invited everything that's about to happen and everything that's coming your way. So don't think that you get to suddenly just turn this off. You better block this fucking post or turn off notifications, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> because I got a lot to say to you right now. I just, just and, and you know, and you know where they where they fucked up at was making the assumption that the part that uh, your friend was was one of the people who was just saying that it sucks for the sake of it sucking. Because 100%. anyone who anyone who enjoys anything, like I'm, I'm critical of stuff that I like. Being critical doesn't mean be. you like doesn't mean you <laughs> like or dislike a particular thing. And you shouldn't dismiss a critique as if it's just hating on it because just because it's saying things that you don't like. It's you know, it is a bummer when you have a thing you enjoy and someone explains to you uh, or, or like gives gives a, a criticism of it that you hadn't really considered and it changes your opinion on it. It can, it can feel really disheartening because like, like well, fuck, I, I really enjoyed that. Now I can't take that. I can't undo knowing that. Um, but at the same time, if your enjoyment of that thing was so fragile that someone pointing out to you some flaws is enough to completely derail that appreciation well, then it wasn't really that powerful to begin with. You know, like the worst the worst part about this is is do you know how this this whole thing could have been diffused? Word, I'm still excited to go see it. Yeah, yeah. It, yep. it literally, yeah. Or, literally. Or but no, just... it had to it had to be I can't remember where I was hearing this. Like some people are so caught up in winning a a, a, a fight. That... I think one of you shared it on social media. It might have been UMC. That like people are so focused on trying to win a fight or a debate that they're not actually doing the most important thing when you're having a disagreement and having a conversation with somebody, and that's listening and trying yeah. to learn something. I just remembered this person has been kicked out of the group. I don't feel bad about this in the slightest. I don't worry. Oh, you shouldn't. I wasn't. Yeah, 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 I wasn't yeah. going to cut it anyways. <laughs> I wasn't going to cut it anyways. It was more about so, like yeah. this is going to stir some shit up. No, fuck that guy. He, <laughs> he was being an asshole. Um, Agreed. Oh, no, no, no. I was talking to my buddy Phil the other day, and Phil uh, referenced a, a mentor of his who um, who made the very important point to him uh, about the difference between trying to uh, – arguing isn't supposed to be about winning. Arguing is, is supposed to be about arriving at the truth. Yeah. That's it. That's what it comes down to. Like if somebody let's take something that I that I I love that maybe everybody else doesn't. I'm trying to think of something. For the most part, we're kind of all, all on the same page. Um, we'll use my favorite band. We'll use the Foo Fighters. Let's say somebody is just like, ah, oh, the fucking Foo Fighters suck. I'd be like, okay, cool. They're like my favorite band. Oh, well, I don't mean any offense. Okay, cool. I didn't take any because you know it's music. It's opinion. Cool. Whatever. But if they start being, oh, well, well they're just they're the worst band ever. They're god-awful. They have no musical skill whatsoever. And they're just, like, for then I'm going to be like, all right, hold up. First off, um, Dave Grohl <laughs> has played drums on countless uh, projects. He's worked with Trent Reznor. He's worked with Queens of the Stone Age. He's worked with, uh, I don't know, fucking Prince. Let's see, who else can yeah. we name that's, that's a musical genius as well? He's been like, the drummer for multiple bands. Is yeah, all you yeah, have. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Not only that, he writes all the songs for the Foo Fighters. He's the guitarist. He's the lead singer. Like, he's proven on multiple occasions that he is a beyond a competent musician. 
In fact, if he's you in get the, the respect of Prince, thing. you are good at your job. If exactly. like if if Prince, if Prince, who is like who does not hold back when he doesn't think someone is not good, if he if he gives you respect and you get to jam with him, like you're good at what you do. Yeah, that that's that's where I have a problem is when you start throwing things like. I, I think some people I, – I, I joked about this in the beginning when we were talking about it. Like some people are just – who hurt you? You know, like I, I feel like <laughs> some people go for blood when they find that somebody likes something and they don't like it. And they, they just – they want that person to just feel bad inside for liking this thing. Like it, it would be one thing if you liked a band that was like espousing white supremacist bullshit, you know? That's one thing. Like calling somebody out for the horrible, horrible things. But like when you start picking at people for the things that they love for no reason other than just to try to make yourself feel better, like maybe an internet forum is not the place for you to be. Maybe you should be seeking some therapy because you shouldn't feel that way. You shouldn't feel that darkness inside and then try to take it out on other people. Yeah. Like it's it blew me away. I didn't even mention it because it was it was so laughable. But I'm gonna bring it up. Like I, um, I accidentally—I don't know if you guys do this. Like I posted something on on Facebook, and I accidentally made it public. I didn't mean to. It was just supposed to be to my friends, but it was public. And it was about Gina Carano being a piece of shit. And somebody commented, some rando that I've never met before, commented and said, "What did she do that was actually anti-Semitic? I want to see it." And I didn't respond because I don't—I'm not fucking Google. You can Google that shit yourself, bro. He posted that. No responses, no likes, no comments on this guy's thing. A week fucking later, he comments on his own thing and goes, oh, you know why you didn't share anything? Because there is nothing. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) still waiting, bro. Yeah, my my response was, go fuck yourself, LOL. And then I just closed. I made the I made the thing for friends only and deleted his comment. Like it's that that guy walked away from that probably happy-ish as a pig and shit thinking that like man i fucking showed him man yeah yeah exactly like it's not my job to educate you faceless person on social media like but that's the same thing with like the nerd stuff too is like it's not my job to explain to you that it's okay to have a movie that wasn't good and then get another shot at it and like the, the one that's driving me absolutely bonkers right now are the people who are saying, I'm tired of Superman. I'm tired of Batman. Like, and then for the most part, there's never any explanation why after that. There's never any follow-up. And you know, that's what bothers me. Go ahead. I was going to say, you know, you know what it really comes down to? People are not okay with having an opinion and literally just keeping it to themselves. <laughs> because... So so many so many of this so much of this stuff, so much of this stuff could be avoided if people just remember that you don't have to give an opinion on everything. If you see people who are happy about a brand new Superman show because it's apparently really good and very well done, and you yourself don't like Superman, you know what you can do? Not say anything and let those people enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, yeah. it like it's 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 not that hard. But how like, will they know that you disapprove? Yeah, how will they know so that you hate everything? And and and, yeah. and it's like, and it's like it's okay if you if you perhaps were to watch the thing and you just don't like it, you're not a fan of it. That's fine. You're entitled to not like the things you don't like. No one is saying you have to be a fan of 
everything just because it's out there. But if you know people are having a conversation and they're enjoying it, you know what you don't have to do? Disturb the peace of that conversation by t by talking shit about something you you know you yourself know you're not going to watch or enjoy, or you don't have anything of value to add to it. And it's okay to just let people have it. You know, like I, I mean, you can go even a step further. Why even bother talking about something you don't like? You don't need to make the Facebook post. You don't need to make the tweet. You don't need to make the Instagram post. You don't have to write on Tumblr. Can you, you can just literally imagine, just. Can you just imagine people like watching something arms crossed, brow furrowed? <laughs> like, <laughs> I fucking hate this show, but I'm going to watch it anyways because I'm going to tell the internet how much I fucking hate it and how stupid they are. Like, wow. They must. Man, like, that's some must unhealthy shit. People do. They spend all this time, just, just wasting the time. Every, every hour you spend watching a sh watching a show or movie you don't want to watch, that is a sunset you'll never be able to see. Yeah. Congratulations. Or, even even better. Okay. Like let's just say you're a religious person. Okay. Saint Peter, guard of the pearly gates, is sitting there with the book of your life, reading it back to you, all the things that you've done in your time on earth. Do you really think that St. Peter is going to read, read through and be like, and on April 14th, 2021, you told um, MC underscore Brooks 6471 on Twitter that he was a dweeb for li not liking the Snyder Cut, and he's probably ugly too. You really think St. Peter's going to look at you and be like, nice, bro, and then high-five you? Like, <laughs> Well played. You showed him. Sweet burn. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it's just, that that's the problem with the internet too, man, is like everybody, again, one of my favorite fucking terms, just a bunch of paper assholes. Like, people have no problem talking shit to you because they never have to look you in the face. And like, it's they all talk a big game and like everybody shits on things. And it's one of my biggest gripes is everybody shits on creative things like, Oh, well we don't need to spend money on art programs. We don't need to spend money on music programs. Um, these are all expendable things. Like um, there was yeah. some um, survey during the pandemic that was saying like um, non-essential, the non-essential, um, employees were like graphic designers and artists and musicians and things like that but like completely missing the fact that the person that created the infograph for that in the first place was probably a fucking graphic designer yep like what the do you think keeping do people yeah. entertained through quarantine has been <laughs> art <laughs> yep hey but that's not essential you don't need that you well don't we art. don't need you to keep making shit we already made it so fuck off like people who, how come people there's not more shit yeah, how come it's not? Who can't, how come I don't have more? Like people who can't make money off of performing, like musicians, are doing videos and doing online concerts. And there's the whole versus series where you know you get to go down memory lane. Guess what? Without art, without musicians, you don't get to enjoy that shit. Without someone does without without someone putting the work in for all of this, you don't have this stuff to consume. And yet we're not essential. We're getting you through probably, arguably, one of the worst years of everyone's life, lives. Yeah, but again, you know, it's, it's not essential. We, we, we don't need those things, even though the people who are saying that are the ones consuming it at the highest rate and the ones that complain the most. 
And I, I really, truly feel that the people who complain the most about media are the ones that don't actually involve themselves in any creative endeavor whatsoever when it comes to that. Like, I, mean, I don't feel like, okay, baseless. Let me, let me re restate that because like critiquing of media from people like, like you Rambo or MC or myself or anybody who's creative is one thing when you can say like, Hey, from these aspects, this thing was messed up or this thing was wrong or this thing yeah. needed work. But like the people who were like, this sucked, you don't see creative people saying that to each other. Like maybe like in jest they'll do that to each other where it's like you know somebody will be like George Clooney like another actor will be like man hey Batman and Robin really sucked <laughs> bad nipples <laughs> yeah exactly you know but like I, I feel like there's there's a certain amount of respect there because you know how hard somebody had to work to do that thing yeah and the people who don't do that don't really respect that because they haven't had to put that level of effort into it I. I mean, yeah, I know that that's there's no get around that. Like a lot of critics, even people who have, you know, worthwhile opinions still don't fully understand the degree to which um, the 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 work put in uh, to doing some of these things like the Patton Oswalt has a, a joke about uh, fucking um, deathbed, the bed that eats, um, which is a garbage movie. Um but he goes on to talk about how, like, you know, there's there's really two there's two scenarios with regard to the script for that movie, which is some guy just kind of like, you know, sat down, knocked it all out in an afternoon. And and that was that. Or he and like having no doubts about what he was doing or the the second scenario and arguably the worst scenario is he had doubts and he worked through them. Like he got over <laughs> his writer's block. He got past the point where he was like, I can't do it. Um, <laughs> it goes on. To no, about, I like, have to finish this. <laughs> like the craft services people and the, the, the teamster that has a bad back now because he was moving set pieces for it. And <laughs> like all this shit to make this terrible movie. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think there's a, a lot of, armchair quarterbacking going on um i think there's a lot of people who don't they don't under they, they don't understand like how much work it is but also they don't care to yeah um they aren't it, they're, it, it's not important to them whether or not um you know standard animation is done at 24 frames per second which means 24 individual images have to be created for a single second of animation um i remember trying to explain it to my father uh, you know, I told him that an episode of The Simpsons, which you know at the time was was being done all all, uh, all traditionally, um, takes about eight and a half months to make, and he's like, "How is that possible? Like, how could that possibly be the situation?" And I kind of walked him through the process. Uh, you know, I was I was a teenager at the time, but I, I knew enough to be like, "This is how it goes," and his, you know, and it, and it ended up being I think it, like the number is like 156,000 frames um, for a single episode, and even though I had presented as clearly as possible the nature of it the frame rate and how the frame rate applies um the uh, uh uh the the specifics of the work that's put into it at the end of it he goes nah bullshit <laughs> like so it's just oh and, and honestly it was in the moment i was like fuck you old man but 
looking back on it, I'm like, oh, your brain can't conceive yeah. of the idea that hundreds, uh, or at the very least dozens, if not hundreds, of individuals all came together, all had to work over the course of months and months to produce what you can consume in 22 minutes, uh, half an hour with commercials. Yeah. Um, like something that you'll put on kind of like passively um, that you, you know, like, like we'll get a chuckle out of. It's just, you know, yeah, it's people, you know, the Simpsons, it, it gets made. That's a big deal, whatever. Um, and like the fact that that South Park um, is as topical as it is because they can make the, they can turn the episodes around in a week. Um, it's, 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 it's really fucking hard. And, and the idea yeah. that, um, people are putting that much work into something that a lot of people consider, consider really frivolous, um, is people can't parse that. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I do think though that there's, there's an aspect of it that is, is kind of being missed and I think it's the people who don't have the vocabulary for it. Like, you know, when, when you, when you study something like visual art or music, um, or, you know, I mean, anything, anything that's specific, you learn things about the individual aspects of it, um, that you wouldn't know otherwise, like, you know, not necessarily big, you know, life-changing stuff, but you can talk about things like balance and shape and color and line uh, or harmony and melody. Um, and you can, you can break down, like, the reason you don't like this song is because of, you know, X, Y, and Z, like these really specific things. Um, mm -hmm. Whereas some people would look at a painting and go, I don't like it. Why? I don't know. And it's not that they don't know, it's they don't know how to verbalize it. Yeah. They don't know how to take what's in their head and literally literally like transform it into language. Um, and that can be really tough for people. Um, and it's almost as though like arts education is important so you can know why you feel the way you feel about media. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's... Yeah. It's a very complicated situation. I'm, you clearly want to say yeah. something, man. Go ahead. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, no, I, I really just wanted to build off of um, what you were saying about um, people not being able to, to comprehend it because we just had a very re – in the anime community, we just had a very recent example um, with a, a very popular series uh, called Black Clover is going to be coming to an end uh, next month. And a lot of people are like really confused because the series hasn't really hasn't been out that long. Um, and so people are like, wait, why? Like, why is why is it going to be ending? And it's like the 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 company that produces it has been producing weekly episodes every week since September of 2017. And fans don't Jeez. seem to understand. Right. Fans don't seem to understand that they're dealing with a lot of burnout and they don't know like that's why it's seemingly going to be coming to an end they've been doing it for three and a half years putting out weekly episodes with very few if any breaks uh in between because honestly each season the season there isn't even they don't even get a break between seasons 
one literally one week is the finale for one season and the following week is the first episode of the next one and there's been a there's been a ton of burnout and people have been complaining because they're like because they don't understand like why the show why like why is it ending why why do they need a break they they know what they're doing they're a studio this is what they're supposed to be doing they're supposed to be producing this thing for me to for me to like every every um every week like they're the like, fucking medicis in renaissance <laughs> right. italy like you are not my patron god damn it <laughs> right <laughs> and it's like you hear it's like if you read some of the horror stories from just the people who just work on the manga like don't even work on the shows themselves but like the burnout that the manga industry has overseas from the the deadlines that people get put under to put to put out new chapters for uh whatever it is uh for for whatever their whatever their series is like it's it's crazy the um like a, a very popular series hunter hunter the uh, creative creative that has has been dealing with like a number of physical health issues because of what he went through a decade ago trying to put chapters out every month for the fans and and and, and trying to um trying to uh you know make sure that the the reboot of the show you know was was done up to up to quality and whatnot and it's a decade later and he has like really bad back problems and like can't really can't really walk and and like people don't understand like, the stress that the creation of art really really puts on people. And it, it reminded me of a quote that I saw the other day. And I think I, I think on some level this is where fans kind of get maybe a sense of entitlement from. So do you know who Jerry Saltz is? It sounds really familiar, but I can't place him. He, he's an art critic for the for the New York Times. Okay. So he said he said this quote. I don't I don't have the date on it because I'm, I'm I'm pausing it from a video I watched recently, but he said a good critic always puts more into writing about art. Oh art yeah. Than the art put into making it. <laughs> the artist only creates. The critic the critic must thumb through that creation and also write create creatively enough to deliver the full volume of the art while also creating a thing of beauty and clarity itself. And I, I read that quote for the first time and I was like. Wow, you really believe that? Which is not to say that art critics, like the the business of, of being an art critic in some form, is not hard in and of itself. You know, I've I've attempted to write, and it takes me a while to to do it. So like, I, I get it on some level, but like, I I think on some level, the people who are critiquing these things may feel like them they themselves are more important than the thing that they're consuming. And that's why they have this overinflated sense of feeling like they need to get their opinion out there. Well, I also think Ugh. there's. Oh, sorry. Um, no, 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 go ahead, man. I think there's an important thing that that like needs to be kind of stated here with this too is like when it comes, none of us are like expecting you to like everything. None of yeah, us are expecting sure. you to enjoy everything. Like it's it's the discourse that's the problem. It's the overall lack of respect that people tend to jump onto, and it's – you can blame a million sources for it. I mean, but ultimately it comes down to, like, personal integrity in a certain way because, like, you have to be responsible for what you say and what you do. And if you're going to act like a dick to somebody, then you have to be prepared for other people to act like a dick in, ret in return. And, like, at the same time, too, it is not easy – to de-escalate that all the time. 
Yeah. And like that that's why like that's why we carved out this little corner of the internet for GGR because like we're so tired of it. And like it's why we take it seriously. It's why we will kick people out of a group because they just don't want to understand and or even try to understand. Like that that's my effort my effort. That's my biggest <laughs> thing is effort. Like my biggest concern is like if you can at least try and put some effort into trying to understand the other side or the other party in this. Like a lot of times that'll that'll deflate the whole thing. You know? And like I just it, it, it baffles me that people enjoy, like, shitting on people. They enjoy seeing other people get upset. Like, you actually see people enjoy, oh, well, well, I'm just doing it just to piss them off. Why? Like, especially about something that you're supposed to enjoy. And if you don't enjoy it, like, just let it go. Like, yeah. it, it's, there's so much wasted energy, and I feel like that's part of it, too. Like, right now, like... Because of the pandemic, everybody just wants a fight. The easiest way for me to get taller is to step on you, Mike. I mean, that's a uh, great quote. <laughs> that's a great. I quote. mean, like that's what it comes down to, man. Yeah, it's it's, it's the, the simplest way to put it is it's so much simpler, and so it, it, it requires so much less effort to um, to shit on something you enjoy. And, and like people do this shit all the time when they when they talk about like, you know, Superman and Lois just premiered, right? Um, and it's fantastic. I enjoy the shit out of that show. How many people, when they were talking about it, um, and I'm I'm guilty of this shit myself, instantly went to, um, oh yeah, this is so much better than Man of Steel. This is so much better than the Snyderverse. It's not about elevating the thing you like so much as it is about denigrating the thing you don't like. And if you can do both at the same time, well then shit, why not? It's, it's, it's the, it's the simplest version of criticism is I'm, I want to present, I mean, it's, it's, it's basic, you know, uh, contrast. Um, you know, that's shit we learned in like the first grade, um, is, this is, you know, this is blue and this is red. If I put the two next to each other, they're going to look even more different. Um, and it's, you know, hop on a bandwagon real quick. It's very popular not to like the Snyder movies. Um, mm-hmm. So if I can, if I can very clearly glomp onto that group of people, I can pitch you this thing that I enjoyed incredibly easily without having to talk about any of the characters without having to talk about the themes. Um, I can distill all of that incredibly quickly by saying, this is what you wanted from this, but Mm -hmm. the first thing actually delivers. Um, and you know, there was, there was something that, that MC said earlier about, um, whether or not someone, it was the degree to which, what you're going to say actually contributes something to the conversation. Right. And I will take that a step further and say, even if what you're saying does contribute something to the conversation, even if it's a worthwhile criticism, don't crash the party. If you weren't invited, shut the fuck up. Mike, when you, before we started, you showed one of your designs Mm -hmm. and I asked you if I can offer you criticism. 
Now, this isn't about me being like, oh, I'm, here's how great I am. This is a learned <laughs> skill because between the two of us, I have more experience as a, as a graphic designer. Um, so it would be easy to think that whatever I have to say about something, you want to hear. And that's yeah. not necessarily the case. Yeah. Like sometimes it, it's, 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 it's something that, that a lot of people, you know, it takes, it takes a while to develop the idea that, you know, just because you're, you're familiar with something, just because you might know something, know more than someone else does. It doesn't necessarily mean that what you have to, 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 um, to offer, it's not valuable in a vacuum. Even if it's a valuable criticism, even if it's a, if it's a valuable observation, even if it applies to the conversation, if you weren't invited, if it wasn't asked of you, then it's not contributing anything. You are deciding how something is going to go because of any number of things, usually ego. It's about showing off your opinion. It's about showing off what you know. And, like, get the fuck over yourself. It doesn't matter what you have to say unless someone else is seeking that out. Like, just don't be a dick. <laughs> yeah. Let people like what they like. You... Steve Rector is a very good friend of mine. Steve is my brother. I love that guy. I was in his fucking wedding party. He and I are at diametric opposites on certain things. Um, and one of them is Rise of Skywalker. I did not think that movie was very good. I thought it was an incoherent mess. Uh, I thought it was a jumble of uh, uh, random scenes that didn't even give you time to feel about anything that was happening on screen in the moment. Um, but you know what? He watched that movie and he enjoyed it. And that's fucking great because Steve is my friend and I want him to enjoy the things that he spends his time on. And so when he posts that shit in the Facebook group where he's like, I watch Ryan Skywalker. I don't understand why everybody thought oh, this was so bad. My first instinct was to be like, well, because they watched the movie. <laughs> but I'm not Rude. actually adding anything. <laughs> like that's that's not like like there's no benefit to that beyond me fucking with my friend, which I can do in private. <laughs> like I don't need to show my ass like that in in a fucking you know in a group you know in in, in a in what is tantamount to a giant party conversation. Like Steve liked the movie he watched. And that's awesome. That's really cool. It doesn't matter how I felt about it. Because you know what he didn't do? Ask my opinion. Boom. There it is. Yeah. I um. What's funny, too, is like I actually... I've, I've, I try to stay consistent. And I, I liked what he had to say. Because ultimately, like... See, that's, that's another thing, man. Like... <laughs> I have, I have literally caught shit from people on social media for liking things that people have said. Well, why did you like what they said? Because I did. What the fuck does it matter to you? Like, I there was something about what they said I liked. It doesn't matter what you think. Well, that just doesn't fit with, with, with other things. Do you, shut the fuck up. Like, let it go. Like, I liked what he had to say because I love seeing people enjoy shit. Like, <laughs> period. End of sentence. 
it's not that complicated. And like, I, I responded to what he said and said the same thing that I've been saying since the beginning. I was like, it was a mess. It could have been a million times better, but overall I watched it and I was like, that was Star Wars, sweet. And walked away from it. I also haven't seen the movie again. I've watched it the one time and that was it. That should tell you something. There were <laughs> <laughs> that that is rather indicative of something. <laughs> like I got my experience from that. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Back on the roller coaster? No, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, it just reminds me of that scene in Gross Point Blank when um the bully and him are like at the reunion and he's like <laughs> he's like, Do you wanna do some coke? I do not, no. I do not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You want to watch Rise of Skywalker uh, again? I am good. Thank you. I need to rewatch that fucking movie. <laughs> I, I do too. I fucking love Gross Point Blank so much. Ah man, it's such a good. That's such a good oh, flick. Shit. Yeah, but just in general, like it's it's baffling to me. And again, I'm a lot of this I'm gonna attribute to. I think everybody is just like on edge, man. We're all just burnout. We all just want to not have this fucking pandemic. We all just want like the world to not be on fire constantly and have to worry about every single decision we make because i don't know about you guys but i'm definitely doing that where i'm like fuck maybe i need to sanitize my hands because i just touched this thing that somebody else might have touched and like i i literally run through that in my head on a constant basis where it's like is this how i get covid like <laughs> it's it's scary to think man and like that that has to have some lasting psychological impact there's no way that's a one-off you know yeah, there's no way that we're, we're going to get out of this unscathed. And I just wonder if we're all a little shitty in general because of that. And, like, we're willing to start fights over Batman. We're willing to start fights over, you know, Superman. And we'll say, I don't like Superman and I'm tired of him. And somebody will be like, okay, why? And they have no good reason. They're just like reasons what can you tell me why you don't like superman i don't have to maybe that's what we need to adopt is we just need to let it go you know and just be like okay cool well if you ever want to talk about it i'd love to hear you know like it's i, I try to i try to self-reflect as often as i possibly can and try to find like ways that i could have handled something better you know like is there something that I could have done to de-escalate this? Is there something that I could have done that would have made this not turn into somebody saying, well, go fuck yourself, you know? Like, ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, like, nobody wants to get to that point, right? Like, I think we can all kind of agree on that. And universally, was, you find that that's never the case. Uh, you're always right in every situation. And um, everybody else is wrong. Well, I mean, yeah. Like, that. you do realize that once you are editor-in-chief of a website... <laughs> That they send you a they send you a license for that. So I'm good. Yeah, I'm always right. <laughs> she. <laughs> I can sculpt the narrative. <laughs> this is my website. God damn it! It goes how I want it to go. Nah, you guys know how that is. I'm not. I would never ever fucking do that ever. Um. Yeah, just let people like what they like, man. Like it's. We've, we have two catchphrases now. We've got the no heights we can't reach together, but then there's also don't be a juice bag. It, it, we created it for a reason. Like the the common phrase I like that, that is, has become a, 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 a colloquialism is you, you woke up and chose violence. Like, <laughs> like, like sometimes you don't need to choose violence. Sometimes you can choose not to be violent. Sometimes you can choose to be the bigger person. Sometimes you can choose kindness. Like, 
I'll, I'll, we'll kind of end on a story here and we'll wrap up. Um, there was a, uh, in high school, my senior year of high school, um, I had gotten into a fight. Um, was never really big on fist fights. Never didn't, didn't really get into many of them, but this particular fight was a long time coming. This kid was just always picking at me and I just kind of snapped one day. Um, and there was always animosity for years, you know, like after this. And I was working at Blockbuster and I saw this kid and one of the people that was working at Blockbuster went to high school with me. It was like, oh, hey, there's that kid that you got to fight with. Don't you guys hate each other? And I remember thinking to myself, this is like years after I had already been in the military and gotten out of the military. And I remember thinking to myself, I was like, why am I even pissed at this guy? Who cares about some shit that happened five years ago? And he came up to me to check out his movie. And I was like, hey, man, how are you? Good seeing you. And he was so like defenseless to this. He was like ready for a fight. You could see the look on his in his eyes. And he was like, I'm I'm good. And I was like, all right, well, here you go. Movies are due next Wednesday. And he was like, thanks. And like walked away. And that was actually a really good feeling. Because instead of choosing violence, instead of choosing anger, instead of choosing hate, I chose to not do it. And I think that if all of us tried that, I mean, again, too, this is just a one-off, okay? Like, I'm sure there's a lot of rougher shit that's happened than, you know, a fucking fight from high school. But, like, it's it's kind of a... It's a good story in practice. And maybe it's something that we can all do. Try to find a better way. Like, recently, there was... Um, I had made a comment on somebody's social media post about um, prying into celebrities personal lives and somebody who is a journalist was like it's called being professional and the tone that came from that i took as kind of snarky and shitty and i was like oh well you're a professional okay but i realized okay i can control this response now i can go back to him being shitty or i can try to learn something from this because there is something that i want to learn and again it's hard because so many of us want to automatically respond with anger because it feels good but, like, it just makes things worse in the long run. And then you end up just being angry all the time, and, and nobody fucking wants that. So, on that note, I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank MC Brooks. I want to thank James Rambo, because these guys are constantly contributing. Um, I recently had to change the um, way that I am working. I have to go into the office now. Um, and because of that, I'm a lot busier. And they have picked up the slack for sure um, on the website, on the um on the social media uh, aspects that we have as well. So I definitely wanted to give them a shout out as well. Mike, Ooh. can I say one last thing? Please, please do one it. last thing. It's so it, it, it's, it's something that is, that has done me very well in the last few years. Um, and it, it, it was a hard pill to swallow. Um, to anybody who is listening, who is, you know, just cursing my name for calling them an asshole. Um, the next time you hear someone, particularly people that you like and respect, talking about a thing that you don't like or saying something that you have a hard and fast, though likely undereducated opinion on, not don't don't just not say the thing you're going to say, the thing you want to say so badly. Don't just talk about how no, that was actually terrible, or, you know, this particular thing that you guys are discussing is actually really stupid and is, is actually, you know, not, it's actually detrimental to people. Um, don't say anything. Just listen to the conversation. 
because you're going every single person you meet knows something you don't so listen to what's actually being said because even if you hear opinions you don't agree with you're going to get a better insight into the person that you're that, that is talking about it um and that is really valuable so i will leave it at that if, if you know it, it not just if you can't say something nice don't say something at all don't say nothing at all and open your ears and just give it like you know five ten minutes see if your perspective doesn't maybe shift a little bit or at the very least if you don't come out of that learning something new yeah 100 percent. there will be plenty of times where you'll listen and somebody will say something awful <laughs> you'll be like okay i at least gave them the chance but on the flip side sometimes some really wonderful things will come from just opening and like we, we talk about it a lot. Some people have conversations with the intent of just waiting their turn to talk again. Others listen. The ones who are listening are the ones who are able to gain something, who are able to have some real, real valuable uh, stuff come from those conversations. So thank you, everybody. Um, these guys, MC Brooks, James Rambo, uh, to the rest of our GGR staff, to our newest newly minted uh, editor, uh, that is Mariah Beachboard. She'll actually be joining us next week on the podcast. So we're going to get to know Mariah Beachboard a little bit about her, where she came from, all the things that she's done, because she's had a pretty exciting life. She did some acting. She's been a director for uh, in, in theater, done lots of cool things. So we're going to get to know Mariah next week. So make sure you tune in for that episode. Uh, but for all of us here at the Great Geek Refuge, thank you so much for listening. Stay safe, please. Wear your masks. Make sure you're washing your hands, socially distancing, all that fun stuff. But always, always, always remember that together there are no heights that we can't reach. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been a Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy! hash browns at the end, you know, like hash brown team Cobra Kai or something. And then send it to the internet!